Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. Uh, I get to just to share uh, a few moments with you just with, our, with our Christmas Day message. And uh, we've been talking now for weeks and weeks and weeks about this, like why we still love Christmas. And the, the, what, is it, what is it about this time of year that's bringing us all together? It's brought us out. Some of you are here today because you've traveled for miles and miles and miles just to be with family or with loved ones. And some of us are going to go and hit the road later or later on in the week. Lots of us have uh, saved and saved and saved for moments like to celebrate the little gift giving and, and things that we're going to do. And there's an enormous amount of effort and energy and celebration and joy that goes into Christmas. Uh, and why? And we've been talking about a whole number of different reasons as to why, as soon as we get to Christmas, this joy and this season brings something out of us that seemingly nothing else does. And we've followed a bit of a journey of this to celebrate all of loads of the different things that we just love about Christmas. Uh, and on Christmas Day, I think it would be the best day to say, why do we still love Christmas? Well, well, Christmas Day takes us right back to that sweet baby Jesus in a manger, in a stable. Anybody know what that film reference is? Talladega Nights, close. Uh, uh, we get taken back to this picturesque moment in a stable with a baby in a manger. Uh, and in a moment, I'm going to read you a passage from, from Luke chapter 2. But what we get in this Christmas story and this Christmas picture is something of purity, something of innocence, and something of origin that really does take us back. I mean, if you think about the people that we see that visit Jesus or the, that are included in the Christmas story, we see uh, shepherds who we know were uh, people who worked out in the fields. They weren't necessarily the ones that were part of a, a hustle and bustle environment of the town centre. They were definitely out there and probably out there for good reason. We know that magi or wise men or kings or whatever the tradition tells us have travelled from a great distance, followers of an entirely different religion to come and be part of this thing. There's stories of angelic hosts and, uh, and Mary and Joseph and John and Elizabeth and these characters from, from all around. And, and, and there's something that this story is telling us and it tells us this every single year. And I think it's the thing that it's telling us, which is why we still love Christmas, because it takes us to this place of a baby that wants to tell us something that can, that can actually help us today in 2019 as well. It takes us all the way back to this early moment. You see, these people that arrived at the manger or at the house or wherever it was, they didn't come because their parents dragged them along. Like nobody came to visit baby Jesus because they grew up in a Christian country because it didn't exist. Nobody came to visit baby Jesus because it's what they'd done every year on the 25th of December. Because it almost certainly wasn't the, 20, well, it wasn't the 25th of December. Uh, nobody came to visit baby Jesus because it was out of a, a sense of obligation. or Nobody came to visit baby Jesus because it was out of a, a religious compulsion or a fear of guilt. If they missed out on visiting this one Christmas, what might happen again? No one did that because none of that pre-existed. In fact, nobody came to visit baby Jesus because of who Jesus was that we know him, about, know him through the Gospels. There's just a baby. It's innocence, it's purity, it's origin, and it's promise. 
Uh, let me, yet, despite all of that, here's the, here's the announcement of the angels. And we're going to finish, when we finish our service today, we're going to finish with the, the carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Because it's a carol that speaks of this great good news that this arrival of this baby Jesus was really bringing, despite being just a baby. So here's Luke chapter 2 from verse 8. It says this, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. This is some announcement considering it's just a baby. Uh, We think about the the people who arrive on our scene, and and sometimes we get this through things like uh, X Factor or Pop Idol, where like someone has suddenly burst onto the music scene and like, wow, it's amazing. Like, you asked me this brand new artist, and they go, no, no, I've been been doing the circuit for 10, 12, 15 years, and only now am I getting my breakthrough. This This is someone that was literally a day old. And they're making this announcement of this baby that it's going to bring joy and peace and hope. That it's the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed and the appointed one. It's the one that's going to bring good news and great joy for all people. But he's just a baby. Now you can make that announcement of him later on in his life when we see his miracles and his teaching and his wisdom. That's the time to make these announcements about Jesus. But no, these announcements come when he's a baby in a manger in a stable, surrounded by all the people that came and visited and all the, the story that comes along with that. See, I think the reason that this takes us to that in this Christmas story, and this is the reason we love Christmas, is we're constantly brought back to this moment, not of Jesus the hero of the story, not of Jesus the, the wise teacher, not of Jesus the miracle worker, not of Jesus the resurrected one, but of Jesus the baby because it reminds us of a message of Jesus that new birth can always take us back to the beginning that new birth is about new origin fresh start new beginnings new hope new promise new potential newness over and over again we constantly take ourselves back to Christmas and see this baby because we're reminded that you and I can have new birth Before, he was, before there was even such thing as Christians, he was the Christ. Before he'd established the kingdom, he was the king. Before he'd put a crown of thorns on his head, he was the king. And he'd been appointed as the king. Before there was even a religion built around it, he was the centrepiece of hope for the world. In fact, it'd be hope for the world before we'd start charities and social justice programs that, that are inspired by Jesus. He was already the hope of the world before we introduced all of these things. He was already the church 
Think about the people he gathered, the randomness of the people that he was able to gather under the name of the Lord. He was already the church before we turned it into an institution and buildings. So Christmas takes us back to this moment that's new birth, the new birth of Christ, but to remind us it's our new birth too. And it's your new birth. And maybe you come to church for all kinds of different reasons. You come to church on Christmas Day for whatever reason. You might call yourself a Christian. You, you might not. But maybe this reason we love Christmas is because it's going to take us back to before we've started layering up all sorts of other things around this Jesus message, that there was a baby that promised new birth and you have a spiritual rebirth too. And maybe as we look into 2020, instead of it being because I'm a Christian, I do this. Instead of living the way that you live your life because it's uh, something that's implied or expected because of the label Christian that you put on it, regardless of what expectations are placed upon a Christian religion, regardless if you call yourself a member or a tender or part of a church or you don't, there was an origin that predated all of that. Then it's something that will be eternal beyond all of that, and it's our new birth. This is where this phrase comes from. Jesus spoke to a man called Nicodemus, and he said, like, you know, what do I have to do to be saved? This is what he asked Jesus in his adult life, Jesus' his life. Uh, Jesus said, well, it's easy. You just have to be born again. And Nicodemus says, well, what do you mean? Do I have to like, climb back into my mother's womb? And everyone's like, oh. And he says, no, no, no. It, it, that's, it's not that kind of rebirth, is it? In fact, your brain doesn't get born again when you make a decision to follow Jesus. You still hold all of your thoughts and your logic and your pro your, your body doesn't get born again, which is what Nicodemus thought. You're not going to become a baby again. The rebirth is a spiritual one. And that part of you, this Christmas, can be rebirthed, have a new origin with a new promise, with a new hope and a new joy that can be brought to the world through you. And if we can go back to that this Christmas then what happens in 2020 can be built upon what Jesus actually came to bring us, which is what the angels announced to the shepherds. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's, why don't we take a moment to pray? Where you are right now, maybe just close your eyes, bow your head. It might have been a long time since you, since you prayed. Why not take a moment to do two things? Number one, is there something you can say that's on your heart? Maybe it's a prayer like, uh, thank you, God, for sending Jesus. Thank you for Christmas. Allow me to receive a new birth, a fresh start, a new origin, a new transformation. Maybe it's a forgive me, God, for all the things I've layered on top of this simplicity of the innocence and purity of this new birth and the coming of baby Jesus. And then take a moment to listen to what God has to say back to you in your prayer. God, thank you that you sent your son to be Emmanuel, to be God with us, to show us a way that we can connect from where we are to where you are, and that comes through your son, Jesus. As we spend this season reflecting on this baby in a manger, the innocence, the purity, the, the origin of so many different things, may we build our life upon him more than anything else. 
and where we've layered things like religion, expectation, legalism, where we've layered all these things on top, let's remember that this invitation to come and let us adore him was the ultimate party invitation that went far and wide. It went to other lands and went to other people and went to the least expected to come and enter into a party in the least expected of places, but it would be a party that would transform our lives forever. And God, I pray as we lean into a new year, that there would be a fresh start for all of us, that we would choose to lead, live and lead our lives following you, Jesus. And I pray that that would be the reputation of this church too and our family here, that we follow Jesus first and foremost beyond whatever else we're trying to do, that there was a baby that came to predate all of that stuff and show us a way to bring light and hope and joy to our world. So we thank you for those angels that made this great announcement. And may we be like the shepherds today that respond with joy and enthusiasm that we would travel and go to Bethlehem to see where this sweet baby is, to celebrate and join in that party. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.